Take it away. Spoiler. On everyone, and welcome to what's new in pop culture. Today is Tuesday, May the fourth. Happy May the fourth, everyone. I'm your host Quinn Dick, and today we're just uh, discussing Moon Knight review uh, for episode four through six. Uh, sorry, I've been gone for the past couple uh, week. I guess weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Uh, was rebranding the podcast because you know as you know the podcast is okay quinn let's be a podcaster it is dead just like mark was in the, one of the episodes um true 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 so now it's you know what's what's new in pop culture so i decided to just hey why not talk about just the last three episodes get them all out of one go uh, i thought that could be fun i'm your host quinn dick and i like i said i, I talk about the news uh, do reviews and episode discussions on the entertainment industry. If all that sounds interesting to you, you can find this podcast, What's New in Pop Culture, with Quinn Dick on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcast services. You can also f- make sure to follow and share this podcast with all your friends. You can follow me at Quinn underscore Dick on Instagram, Twitter, and now TikTok. Uh, I had tiktok way back where i tried the flaming hot mountain dew uh that was oh. a, lot of, a lot of a lot of fun to record i got another special one that may be based off a of better call Saul. well you know you'll have, to, you'll have to look at that tiktok and find out uh later uh some other future things to be talking about is of course we'll talk about the news today as well but i, I had to record moon knight first i had to just it was just in me country was just in my soul saying you got to talk about the moon knight quentin and, jeez and i'm just like all right Constu, chill the fuck out uh so we'll be talking i will be talking about the news in a minute don't worry i will we'll be talking about that and for thursday i will be doing a non-spoiler review speaking of the mcu the doctor strange and the multiverse of madness I'm getting that review out of that uh, later tonight, tomorrow, and Friday, we'll put out a full spoiler review because, I mean, I, I don't know all the spoilers in Doctor Strange, but I imagine there's going to be a lot of crazy shit in that one, so I'll, I'll be sure to give two of those reviews for you, so look forward to that. But with all that out the way, let's get into it. I am joined by, of course, Mr. Josh Man, this biggest Moon fan, uh, Jesus, the biggest Moon Knight fan I know. How you doing? I'm doing good. It seemed like Kanchu was maybe possessing you a little bit in that that moment there. But are you, are you with me? Is it is it just you? Um, I, I think I think so. I, okay. Uh, I, I think so, mate. Um. Oh, oh no! Oh God! Stephen, not like this. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the te- telly now. Oh no! no, no. Now I'm, <laughs> wait, te- it's called now, a television. Now, now I'm j- Jack. I don't remember what Jack's accent is. Uh, I believe it is like a Brooklyn, oh. Brooklyn cat. I, I'm, I'm Jack. I'm Jack now. I'm walking here. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's what we love. Taking me back to those Lost and Yonkers days. Ah, yes, that's a reference no one will get. Yeah, uh, that is that is true. Unless they're familiar with with Neil Neil Simon's award winning yeah. play Lost and Yonkers. 
or here, let me do let me do my mark. Oh, please. What are we, what are we uh, doing here? What's what's going on, <laughs> Stephen? No, Stephen. No, Stephen. Do not kiss my my wife, even though I have no connection with her, because we have no phys- we have no chemistry. No chemistry whatsoever. Uh, we're gonna get yeah. into we're gonna get into all that. Uh, I, I'm sorry uh, to to the Brits and people from New York. I'm sorry as well. Uh, so we're gonna this is a spoiler discussion. So get out here now if you don't want to hear about Moon Knight. Uh, but we're gonna be talking about episode four through six, and then just talk about the whole show as a whole but Josh I just wanted to hear your thoughts of the entire show what are your like initial just thoughts um it's cool <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know as a big Moon Knight fan um, going into it I definitely I, you know me Quinn I, I try at least I feel like I try to be objective when it comes to these MCU films or, or MCU projects and just take them for what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say this was probably the only like project that's um, something that I like really have been wanting for a long time. Um, and because of that hype, I definitely had some expectations going into it. Um, episode one kind of made me feel like they were, they were really doing some crazy, crazy stuff. And then it kind of just, started to come back to proper what what i would have expected from the mcu and then it got had some moments in there i'm like oh okay this is this is pretty dope and then it kind of ended on a on a note but we'll 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 get to we'll get to that ending when we get to it yeah so overall i think it's just another unfortunately just mediocre MCU show. Uh, just MCU in general. Uh, I just think it unfortunately just hits all those tropes that people don't li- that you wouldn't like in the MCU shows specifically. I think Oscar never, never, never just skips a beat with his acting. He is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Ethan Hawke is phenomenal. I think they're all great. Yeah, I think. I think they're. I'll be honest. The big reason I will say this is at least a good show, but everything else doesn't make it a great show. I think the visual effects are actually pretty good. Um, I think for the most part, you can tell like the latter half of the, these episodes they got, they wanted their budget to go towards this. Definitely. Um, I think their green screen is egregious. Like it's egregiously awful. Uh, I think the soundtrack's good. I like Moon Knight's theme. I think that that's good overall. Uh, I think the action got better these last three episodes, uh, where the previous three were awful. Uh, I think it's a lot better choreographed for the most part. Um, I think I still like the Layla character. Uh, and I, I really was disappointed by the finale specifically because, yeah. Ep- like they just start episode four. Really, I was uh, episode I didn't care for much either. But episode mm-hmm. 
five, it it just came back, and I really yeah. wanted the final episode to go a different way, but it went the predictable way of where I thought it was going to go. Oh, very and predictable. I just predicted where it was all going to go, and that's not good. Uh, this isn't like a good predictable thing because the predictable stuff I was saying is like a big f- CG fight at the end, yep. and then just the reveals. Like I just did not love that and it's unfortunate because this isn't going to get a second season Uh, right at least they haven't talked about it uh but i assume moon knight will probably appear in other things which will still be cool but it's just like i wish i I wish i could recommend people show but i just don't i still feel like i just can't like i don't think this is better than wandavision i don't think this is better than loki i think I think this is better than Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'll give it that. Yeah, but I, I think I would agree. I would agree yeah. with that for sure. I think it's better than Hawkeye. I think it's better than What If, but like, not by a lot. <laughs> like, it's really the main reason is because of Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke are just flawless. Yeah, they brought a lot. They brought a lot to these characters that yeah. any other actor would have played very. Uh, it could have it could have been a, a bad show, quite frankly, if those roles didn't and the way that they did. I agree, and I wish they could they fully committed to horror. We got a lot of tones in these episodes, yeah, yeah. which I really enjoyed, but it just it did not go the full way. They did go to the violence, though. There was some violence in this, but yeah, yeah, there was there was a little bit of violence. Yeah, it, I, I don't want to I don't want to talk about it too much, but uh, just just live with me in a fantasy world, Quinn. Mm-hmm. Do you think that if we would have gotten a Moon Knight when they were doing the Netflix Marvel film or uh, Marvel series, if that would be better given the tone and direction that, that those shows were already going? Or do you think that, that the way that the some of those seasons kind of shaped out, that it, it, it might have been even worse than what we got? Uh, I think it would have been worse. Oh, um, okay. So Netflix, for one, they could not afford this show uh just starting that off like they could not afford like True. we would we would just wouldn't see Conchu at all uh, yeah yeah for sure maybe until like the last episode which granted maybe we didn't need to see some of the other gods but i enjoyed seeing them i think it's a it was just i'm glad they committed to that and also we wouldn't have gotten oscar isaac we wouldn't have gotten ethan hawk like that true just, true i'm true. sorry but netflix doesn't have that kind of no, good point. Good point. Money and stuff. Sure. Like, would have been a lot more violent? Yes. Would they have adapted the horror themes? Yes. Would we have got a CG Moon Knight suit? No. Like, we would have... It w- we probably could have got an actor that would have done a great job as well. Uh, I believe that. Um, I think it could have been possibly as good as Daredevil, but, like, it's just tough to say. I feel like Right. The, my- the mystical elements, like as we've seen with the Iron Fist and stuff, I think they would have fucked it uh, up. Personally. Yeah, they, they definitely would have fucked it up. The only way I think they could have really did that um, in a way that was convincing is, like you said, you just don't see Kanchu and instead would see like something that would represent him, like some kind of like fucking, you know, uh, like like they do in the comics where they have like the the him sitting on a chair, like yeah. just the fucking the the skeleton looking thing, just sitting on the chair or whatever like they could do something like that but yeah they could never do the the budget that disney put into this which you know is is definitely a good a good point to bring up for if they did do it on netflix i i disagree a little bit on the uh on the end of like i wish 
that this show didn't rely as much on the magic stuff. I mean, more more so than just the suit and whatnot. Like I, uh, I don't know, man. It, it's they went a direction. They they committed to it. So you know, I'm not I'm not you know too angry. But I would have I would have liked to see something else. But you know what we got it isn't horrible. It's not it's not atrocious. It's not something that's like violent to the eyes. No, I would I would agree. It's just something I probably would not recommend. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Uh, like, it wouldn't be my first recommendation. Let's just say that. It would be like, oh, okay, you watch this, this, and this. Okay. Yeah, if you want to get in the character, you know, there's some good things about it. Uh, but, like, overall, it's just whatever. Uh, but let's just get it into the discussions uh, with episode four. So, we see... From episode three, Khonshu was placed with some uh, some of the other gods. Uh, that doesn't we don't get the reveal of who those other gods were, which probably for the best, but may, maybe that could lead to something in the future. Who knows? Uh, Stephen and Layla find a deserted campsite at the location of Ahmed's tomb, which is a maze in the shape of the Eye of Horus. Uh, Stephen tells uh, uh, Layla that Mark was pushing her away to protect her from becoming conscious avatar she calls mark out with that uh for that which i agreed on because it's just a, a really stupid reason um but then we just get then layla and just and steven kiss and it's just the most forced kiss yeah. i've ever seen in my life like mcu i just I feel like there's only like Josh. Let's 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 talk a little bit of the MCU romance, okay? All right. I do not like half of it. I think they just force these relationships in. I don't think like the chemistry just works. Uh, I think the only relationships I really enjoyed in the MCU were like Peggy and Cap, and like Gamora and Peter. And, like, maybe, like, by now, MJ and Peter and, like, you know, Tony and Pepper, like, they're the famous ones, but, like, some of the other ones, like, these two, like, Doctor Strange and his love interest, like, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of these love interests, I'm just not in love with, you know? Like, it's just... Fully, fully agree. It's just so forced, and we just don't need it. I mean, think about it, Quentin. There's a lot of MCU out there, and you yeah. only able to name like maybe five. <laughs> like every single one of these MCU projects has at least a few romances in it. Yeah, like the fact that you can only name five out of all of them, like it just goes oh, to show just how weak. WandaVision's good too. By WandaVision, though, to be fair. Yeah, 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 for sure. Not so, there, so there's uh, like six. It. Definitely not before it. <laughs> yeah, so there's like six. Which yeah, it's you know. it's characters getting together because they they're together in the comics. That's really what it feels like for yeah. the most part. It's like oh, these characters hooked up at some point, so we gotta or or it feels gotta, like <laughs> you know just that like action trope kind of show uh, yep. slash movie where it's like well the main character has to have a love interest. Uh, yep. That's what it, that's what it feels like to me. I mean, like. If we look back to like any eighties action, eighties, nineties, whatever Facts. action movie, they all have a love interest and they're all granted, I'll say the MCU characters are a little bit better than some of those uh 
Different time. Yeah, <laughs> different, different time. Different time. Well, let's just say I don't think a lot of these characters are better written than like the Donner, uh, Lois Lane, and Superman. Like Fuck I, I no. Yeah. So Fuck. no. It's just disappointing. Or Hell. like like I said, half half are really are really good, half are just like, oh, these are just so forced. Facts. Um, now I let me, I want I want to say some Quinn. So I don't want to get, get get into a long discussion about it, but like a way to summarize how I feel about most of these MCU relationships. So you know how I feel about Catwoman and, and Batman and the Batman, right? That, you know, it, it just didn't exactly land for me. But that yeah. said, almost all of the MCU relationships are worse than that than that yeah. relationship yeah. by miles, bro. Like, so that that that's just just goes to show you just how weak weak those relationships are. And we don't need them. We really don't. Yeah. They're they're forced drama. It's forced just plot. Like it it just doesn't need to be there. I think we 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 need to just start dropping these plots that don't lead to anywhere and literally give no no benefits to the show. There's a lot of things this show is trying to do. Uh, talking about Moon Knight, and I feel like so much of it was just concerned on trying to be like, oh. Is Layla uh, is Lila trying to be with Mark again, or is Mark gonna tell her the truth, or is Steven gonna be with her? Like, yeah, it's just like, bro, we don't care. <laughs> like, first off, this was the only they, they actually should have tried to make the their love dynamic work because how much of a focus it is, and the fact that Mark is already married to her in the beginning, which ponders so many questions. Like, wait, how? How are you married to this dude at all? Ever? How? He 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 doesn't know anything about you. You have no chemistry. You have no dynamic. Right. Absolutely. Like yeah, they they could have changed the plot to her only being with him to find uh, a met or whatever, and I would have believed it ten times more than them actually being together before their adventures. Agreed. Yeah, but uh. Moving like forward, uh, they find some of Howard's men uh, kill were killed by an undead Egyptian creature who then attacked Mark and Layla. Uh, I really enjoyed the horror tone of this. Like that, like clicking creature was pre- was pretty creepy. I like that we <laughs> va- only vaguely saw saw them. Uh, I liked that. I wish there was more though. The two get split up. Uh, Layla kills the creature in a badass way with a torch, just like right yep. through the eye, and pushes right it down. off the cliff. And I'm like, all right, hell yeah, Layla. Uh, Stephen finds the lost tomb of Alexander the Great. Well, that happens. Uh, Arthur talks to Layla. Uh, he tells her when he checked Mark's scale that he was the reason for your father's death. Going back to yeah, they're, they're just back to the the whole. Did you kill him, father, or not? We get that answer. Uh, Stephen opens the tomb of Alexander, grabs on that imprisoned statue uh, in the gullet of Alexander. Uh, which I enjoyed Stephen's reaction to that. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, Mister. Sorry, Mister. Great. Uh, Layla <laughs> confronts Mark about uh, the death of her father in the worst possible time. Like they're trying to get out, and like. Arthur, you know, is coming in with some armed men. She just decides now, just hey, just let's just stop everything right now and tell tell me that uh, did this happen or not? I'm like, this doesn't matter now. 
is yep. happening all over. Come on. Uh, it's a pretty odd, odd time to be having that conversation. Yeah, but Stephen allows Mark to take control, and he tells her he wasn't the trigger man. I tried saving your dad, but my partner got greedy and killed them and even tried killing me. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reveal this, because I believe... I forget if this was rumored or not, but I believe... Actually, Josh Vamp for a second, because I, I, I want to be sure if this was correct but i believe i know yeah. something okay i'm gonna hope that i'm not gonna say the thing that you're trying to look up but what i was gonna say um so they do hint at the uh backstory from the comics which is him with uh bushmaster who is basically like this uh pretty just random evil uh mercenary guy that's just kind of killing people and looking for treasure and stuff. Yeah. Who was his partner at the time. I even think that there was a name reference to him in that episode. I think you're I, right. Yeah. I remember someone saying, like, I remember yeah. watching you where someone said something about it. So I do think that they, they do confirm that that story is in fact true within the show, which is pretty dope um, without needing to bring that character into it because he's kind of a boring character for the most part when it comes to a lot of his origin stuff. Like he's just an evil dude that fucking, you know, is greedy and kills people. And Stephen or Mark's like, nah, I don't want to kill people. And then uh, Lila's dad ends up getting in the mix and he kills him and just a whole ordeal. Um, I, I mean, I knew that uh, I wasn't good enough. Uh, yeah, Bushmaster was originally supposed to be in the show. And uh, mm. so so was uh, Echo from uh, Hawkeye. She was supposed to be in really? the show as well at first. Yeah, she was supposed to be, which just makes a lot of sense. Uh, impossible love interest. <laughs> wait, 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 say again. A possible love interest. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> which just makes a lot of sense. <sighs> the, of why their chemistry is just does not work. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That adds up. But yeah, it's gonna uh, even have more. Uh, but yeah, the two of them were supposed to be in the sh- the show. Uh, they got cut out. Uh, just another thing that was cut out. Uh, from episode three. Uh, that the actor I was talking about that passed away. He was supposed to be Midnight Man. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I get he passed away unfortunately. So we did we. We'll not be seeing Midnight Man, but uh, if we get another season, maybe we'll see that character. Maybe we'll see Bushmaster. You know, it's it's possible. It's true. They they definitely end things somewhat open ended. So I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if we get a season two. But we'll talk about it. Um. Anyway, uh, Arthur comes in with his men to catch up. Marker uh, Mark kills. Some of his men with an axe, which is pretty dope. Right before he gets shot just twice in the chest, Arthur says, I can't help those who do not wish to help themselves, which is a badass line to get, to, to give when you kill someone. Mark wakes up sure. in a psychiatric, 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 oh my God, I can't know what. Uh, psychiatric hospital populated by people from like his past life, which gives you the question of like, is this real reality? He's watching an yeah. Indiana Jones looking movie. He has a Moon Knight action figure. 
Arthur is the therapist of Mark. He sees the town in, in a painting from the first episode. There's some statues of Egyptian gods. You see Arthur's cane. Uh, which just get, of course, we even joked about this. Is this, are they going to give us, it was all fake. Uh, but no, they do not. Thank goodness. Uh, I would have been pissed off if that happened. No, that's uh, stupid ever. Mark freaks out and escapes to find Stephen in the sarcophagus. They see each other for the first time. And just a great performance by Oscar Isaac playing both these characters in the same scene. Really well mm-hmm. done. Uh, Mark asks, what do you remember? He says, I remember being shot by Arthur. And they also see a third sarcophagus, which we'll talk about in the last episode. Uh, they run into the hippo god, Tauret, or Tauret. Uh, she says hi, and both Mark and Steven scream, which ends the episode. Uh, for moving on to episode five, yeah, this was the, one of the weakest episodes to me. I didn't like the Layla, Mark, uh, Steven oh, rela- yeah. Re- relationship. Yeah. Uh, some of the horror elements were cool. Um, I also just did not feel this was the time to give the did you kill my father or not. Uh, just over overall, very weak episode. Um, but episode five picks back up with uh, Mark being told by Dr. Harrow uh, that his brain is like a pendulum going back and forth. There's a lot of trauma in his life. Mark has a different tone in his voice, which we're, we're thinking, you know, think can be Jake or yeah, Jake. Uh, Jake Locker. Yeah. Uh, the staff knock him out, uh, which sends him back to Steven and Tauret. Uh, Tauret uh, revealed this hospital is outside a boat sailing through Duat, the Egyptian afterlife. Um, I don't know, like, the way she was kind of, like, talking about afterlifes, uh, you could say this was a possible reference to maybe Black Panther's afterlife. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I think I think they, they did kind of make that official. Yeah. It specifically says that the one realm or whatever yeah. is like, really beautiful or whatever. I, right. I think that was pretty pretty direct right they don't specifically say it but it's like enough to put two and two together that could be that which is a cool reveal yeah, um, yeah. she takes their hearts and puts them on the scales of justice to determine if they can enter the field of uh reeds but their hearts are imbalanced by hidden memories that are and she suggests they explore together they see a personality standing in the street but do not know who it is Mark and Steven see a ton of dead bodies who are victims of Moon Knight, which adds to that like horror tone. Uh, Steven chases a boy into memory, leaving Mark behind. He follows a young Mark and his brother Randall play in a cave. Unfortunately, his brother drowns during a storm. Uh, Mark's mother blames him for his death. We see a montage throughout the years of Mark's mom putting the blame on him, fracturing their relationship, and also like Mark himself. And uh, we see Mark leaves home as a teenager, and Stephen doesn't remember this side of the uh, of his mother. And we, you know, we see what happened to Layla's dad, and the other architects uh, die. Mark is still barely alive. He tries to take his own life before Conshu talks to him about giving him a purpose, giving him life, giving them the hands of vengeance to become his Moon Knight, which was really cool. I really liked that. Uh, Mark attempts. Uh, accepts the oath to, of Kanchu becoming Moon Knight. Mark and Steven convinced Tauret to help them return the, the living world so they can stop Arthur. She steers the ship towards the gates of Osiris. Uh, as 
helping them. She says, you need to figure out your truth. Once you do, we can solve this problem. Mark doesn't want to see to see what's behind a door as he snaps at Stephen for going in. He's sent back to Dr. Haro. They have a conversation to let Stephen in. Stephen sees young Mark trembling in fear as his mom is breaking into the room. He makes up with Stephen as uh, makes up Stephen as a self-defense mechanism, which he based off of the Indiana Jones character, Stephen Grant, who has the British accent and the mom breaks in the room with a belt. Uh, Mark reveals why he created Stephen and reveals his mother is dead. You get the answer to that. I knew his mother was dead. Uh, uh, I knew there was like some behind that. So great answer to that. Uh, this is where yeah. Steve, Stephen snaps into Haro's office. This is where he gets the idea of why they're in the mental institution because Stephen couldn't bear the idea of losing his mom, but his idea of his mother was different from Mark's and we witness all the good stuff in the, and not the bad. And uh, we see that Mark is one of the, is on the, the one on the street, uh, which is outside of his mother's funeral. He couldn't go in there. He cried in the streets, taking off his uh, yarmulke, um, cried out. And this is where Steven pops in, not knowing where he is. He calls his mom, uh, and the two don't make it in time. Some undead creatures come to take their souls. Mark fends them off. Stephen comes in to help, but is taken by the lost souls. This, this scales of the balance out with Stephen lost in the sand of time in prison. Uh, the episode ends with Mark having arrived in the fields of uh, reeds where he can live in the happiness of reality. Uh, this was the best episode of the series by far. Uh, I think this is like on par with um, that great episode, the second to last episode, which is funny of WandaVision as well, giving her giving her origin. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I would, I would one hundred percent agree. One hundred percent agree. I yeah. I was just gonna say. Um, I think episode five has the most emotional weight mm-hmm. in the show, which I think really kind of puts it above the the rest just by itself, like. This 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 show, you know, it it does it does have moments of brilliance, and I think this episode has a lot of those moments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just a lot of good stuff, uh, a lot of good explanations for what what's happening, a lot of um, you know things that you start to understand about the character, and you know, learning that Stephen is just this imaginary Indiana Jones character was was just a super dope little way of incorporating him into the to the to the world and then i love that this show did not um wuss out on actually giving mark mental health issues mm-hmm. so a big thing in the beginning of the show was that it seemed to me that his multiple personalities was magic based they indicate that when mark died he was basically like put into steven's head um at least that's what they try to tell you in the beginning of the show and i thought that that was pretty fucking cheap if that was the way that they were going to deal with it but by like straight up acknowledging the fact that Steve or that Mark created Steven within his head as a defense mechanism, I think that was a really dope way of, of explaining, you know, the mental health struggle that, that Mark ends up taking on. And I will say, I, I think, uh, I think they should did a really good job at showing that for this episode. Um, yeah. I just wish that things were explained better after this episode, frankly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really enjoyed the episode. Really enjoy um, 
accepting like that um steven like helping mark through that of like you know it's like it's not your fault all this trauma in your head it's like not your fault mm-hmm. and being being there for them almost as like another brother and i really like the the storytelling of that um of like this weight that mark has and like the question of like taking all this trauma and putting it into his mercenary job of killing and also the fist of vengeance like all that like guilt he felt mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought was really well done and uh yeah besides like the 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 again the green screen stuff when the boat like I, I thought this was a great episode overall um yeah definitely the best of the, sh- of the, the series and i just loved the the moments of questioning if this is real reality we're talking to dr haro i think it adds just another layer to this the story i really enjoyed um, yeah i agree episode the final episode Layla receives a message from Tararet telling her to find and release Khonshu so he can revive uh, Mark, uh, which was interesting. Uh, Haro uses Ahmet's power to slaughter the other Egyptian gods' uh, avatars before releasing Ahmet, who chooses him to be her new avatar, which is like, okay, uh, sure. Uh, while Layla finds Khonshu's um, like prison, he, she releases him, and Leia refuses to become Conscious new avatar. Which I, I, I did like this because there was a moment I'm like, is she really just gonna take the Moon Knight? Like, she is she really gonna be Conscious Fist of Vengeance? That would just be like really cheap because he was really trying yeah. to tell her not to do it, and she, I just wouldn't like the idea of her just going against wishes because she's like, yeah, oh, no, no, fuck you. Yeah, no, I, I definitely appreciate her not just taking up his yeah. his offer and like i when, when i was when i was watching it, i definitely had a moment where i was like oh no not like this <laughs> please like the, the whole show is like you said like build up yeah. to you know mark basically being like i don't want you to do this like yeah. you don't understand that this is just a waking nightmare as he literally says and i just i, I did i did enjoy the fact that she's like yeah uh no we're not doing that yeah and then constantly just like well damn Okay, just dips out. Uh, Facts, and then uh, he confronts Ahmet alone, but is just not powerful enough. Uh, meanwhile, Spectre refuses to stay in the field of uh, Mark. Refused to ref- uh, stay in the fields of Reeds alone, and chooses to return to Duat and rescue uh, Stephen instead. With Tarot's help, they escape through the gates of o- Osiris and awaken back in their body. Conchu senses their return and bonds with them again, healing their body and restoring their powers. Uh, Layla discovers that Amet can be defeated if several gods' avatars bind her in uh, into a mortal body, so she temporarily bonds with Tarot uh, and gets uh we'll talk about that then haro amet and their followers begin judging everyone in cairo until mark uh until mark uh steven and uh layla uh engage uh them in battle uh haro overpowers uh mark and steven and almost kills them 
until they uh, both black out and reawaken to find that they have someone brutally uh, like kill them all except for uh, Arthur, um, which is like again like the like that person personality we're thinking, uh, and then also like as I mentioned when uh, Layla gets her powers from Tarot, she gets a new costume and i looked looked it up to be sure she's a comic book character but no uh she's uh at least like this powers and stuff i did not find anything so i'm guessing she is a new character they introduced to the show so hopefully like uh she appears in the comics because I, I thought she had like kind of cool powers like the wings and like having those wings be like blaze and stuff it was hey, cool man. I I always uh, like there is not enough Egyptian characters yeah. in comics. Like I, I'll take it, any any that they're willing to give us. Yeah. So I thought this was a completely acceptable acceptable uh, way of uh, in- incorporating you know a new character into the fold. Um, and I think Lila is actually a pretty dope character. Uh, I don't think she really has a lot to do in this show aside yeah. from be that adventurous. But I genuinely do think that there's potential with with exploring her if they really wanted to. Um, so. Yeah, I think I think it was pretty dope that she, you know, got got powers and was able to to be another Egyptian superhero. Uh, so that's 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 a dope thing. Mm, yeah. Now I will say, Marvel has a tendency to do this as well, where there's that one random girl who I'm just like she would not be saying this in the wake of action. And says like, "Are you a Egyptian superhero?" And she's just like, Layla's just like, "Yeah, I kind of am." Yeah. That's oh, that, that was a weak moment. That's just like you didn't yeah, need, you didn't need that. You did not need to like address it. It felt it felt like the all the female heroes walking together in Endgame. Like it just it was just very forced. Um because they, they want that applause. Yeah, you it, don't I feel good. You you would already get the applause if uh you didn't like mention it. It's very much a show not tell situation. Yeah, um, because her saving someone else and like you could have just had her say thank you, you know, uh, and she's like, yeah, no problem. But like, you just went a little too far with that. Uh, Marvel, gonna be honest, just just dial it back because it just feels like you're just pandering. Be like, hey, we have an Egyptian superhero. Look at us. So, right. You know, it's it's one of those double edged swords where it's like. It's, it's, I didn't like the way they did it, but like at the same time, it is, it is great to talk about because, like, yeah, like uh, we just talked about, there isn't, frankly, now that I think about any Egyptian superheroes I can think about, uh, uh, both in Marvel and DC, there just really is not very many. Yeah, Moon Moon Knight's not Egyptian. (laughs) Yeah, Moon Knight is not Egyptian. So to see this, this this character that we you know we care about become a hero, uh, and you know kicks mass saving the day and you know just being her uh, like you know own person uh, and fighting for what she believes in I think is something to aspire to you know like I I think this is a character I would love to see in the comics as well you know like introduce her I- in the comics. I, I think if we do get her in the comics, we're going to get a much more interesting version of her. Yes. I, I, I think I think this is opening the doors to writers being able to explore a facet of Egyptian mythology that's going to be really exciting to readers. 
And and that that I'm in support of. Mm. Definitely agree. Um, uh, kills them. Da, da, da. Mark and Layla are able to uh, seal uh, Met into Jack uh, Arthur's body, imprisoning her again. Conchu urges Mark to execute uh, Arthur uh, and Amat, Amet, but uh, Stephen slash Mark refuse and order Conchu to re- re- release him and uh, Stephen from their service. Uh, Mark and Stephen find themselves in the imaginary asylum again, but reject it and choose to continue their new life together. Uh, and there's just kind of ends like that there's also like uh i didn't really mention this too much but the action uh between uh mark switching and steven switching and also layla fighting uh um arthur and his men was awesome best action in the the show so far like like period it's getting to see him with the iskrima sticks just beat him up and then just throwing the the moonerangs was was dope. I really liked seeing that. I thought that was very well choreographed. The Ahmet Konshu fight, it's two CG creatures hitting each other and throwing each other. That not gonna look great no matter how you look at it. So it's just like whatever. But Ahmet looked good. I will say Ahmet did look really good. Dude, those those fucking alligator braids, let me, let me tell you. Yeah. They're very interesting design. Um so on the on the topic of the action, I wanted to actually discuss this a little bit, uh, not not for too long, but like, so it is the best out of the out of the show without doubt. I, I, I'm not even gonna have that argument. I am kind of like, all right, so we're bringing Mister Knight's batons, you know, out of nowhere just to be able to because uh, I don't know if you realize but that choreography was taken straight out of the hallway fight from the 2014 series. Uh, I, I went back like literally the, the moves are taken straight out of it like certain certain moves from that that fight so they, they definitely you know took it straight from the books which is dope um, and even like you know the way that he, he threw the the, the moonerangs and shit like that like some some really dope dope moon knight visuals my only thing is that the powers of this moon knight are just so fucking weird <laughs> like there's this one point where he's like literally flying. He, he just starts, he's just like, oh, time to fucking jump in the sky and, and fly away. And when he's fighting Arthur, they're, they're just kind of like tumbling in the, in the sky for a little bit. That was, that was just kind of a weird, a weird visual for me. And like, again, this is a invincible moon Knight. <laughs> there's, there's just no stakes when I see him fight people like this dude could take a whole clip <laughs> and just, just be fine. I, I just I just wish that we established stakes with the character when it came to like what he was capable of. I think okay. that that made the the fights just a little bit more engaging. But it was cool to see see Moon Knight, uh, you know, certain comic panels come to life. I, I no doubt, no doubt. Agreed. Uh, my my thing with the the flying specifically uh, is one like they did establish it well enough. Like I was just like, all right, yeah. sure. And also he can he can fly in the comics, so it doesn't really bother me that much they can fly uh or glide i guess whatever uh it doesn't bother me too much uh i do agree like but like the thing is i already got past it past that uh because again he got stabbed by jet like eight javelins through the fucking chest and did not even 
and was just on the Made ground. Made a joke. <laughs> just threw an MCU joke after he got fucking stabbed by eight chaplains. Yeah. So it's just like I already accepted that. Uh, so I was just like, you know what? Just go off, Moon Knight. I don't even fair, care. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I, 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 that is a personal thing. I, I, I'll, I'll say it on the podcast. It's definitely a personal thing that comes along with the, the mummification of this, this version of the character. Um, but for what it is, if you, if you take it aside from the source material, I do think it's pretty dope. Uh, the, the fight, yeah. the fight choreography was, was pretty decent. Uh, the, the panels taken straight from the comics, pretty awesome to see. Uh, and all, all things considered the CG and, Everything looked looked pretty tolerable, even even with Ahmed and Conchu's uh, fight. Like we don't really get to see giants fight a lot, yeah. so like it was it was at least a, a slightly you know different variation on the on the classic CG fight. And no purple lasers in the sky. That that kind of blew my mind. Yeah, I mean Arthur's powers were still just like oh okay, like there was still there's still the that like TV show superhero moment where the characters chuck. Uh, zapping an energy blast at him, he's just like, oh, oh. yeah. And then he's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. just, so, it's just so he can spit dialogue out. He's just like, oh, da, 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 da. Uh, like that stuff's always like super weak, weak to me. Uh, but it's just one of those things like they never like again like Arthur can't fight choreography wise. Like we established that he has to walk with a cane, so it's like. Yeah. You gotta give them these ridiculous powers. So I think that's also another reason why they gave Moon Knight these stupid, overpowered abilities because, like, right. Arthur's also very overpowered. So for sure, for sure. No, you're 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 definitely right. Like, I think the the issue just to just to talk talk with you about. It, I think the issue is they really need to establish both these characters. Like, what are their flaws? What can they do well right. and whatnot? Because it's just an issue with a lot of superhero things uh, in general. Uh, usually yeah, Marvel, really, yeah. You, usually Marvel has a decent job at that, but I feel like since like Phase Three, Phase Four, like I mean, Jesus, dude, Black Panther can chuck an energy blast by taking bullets into him and just chucking them all out, and his like suits like in, like invincible, and even like Captain. Captain Marvel, like, still not knowing what her powers are and stuff, and every, everyone else's abilities just being like kind of ridiculous. I just think yeah, that's a it's a whole right. it's, it's a, right. It's just a whole Marvel thing, not just this show. You're you're definitely right. I do think uh, for for the people that that are interested in checking out the comics, there there is a lot of comics, you know, uh, based off the character of Moon Knight, obviously, that I do think explain like they they just give context to like what he's capable of and what he's not and i think i think that fact alone is just something that like it's it's just hard to watch an adaption of him and and know that like this is a version of the character that i have no idea what he's actually capable of and what he isn't um but you know that like you said that just kind of comes along with the territory with these mcu things uh i just hope in the future you know maybe maybe this this takes someone brings this up we start we start getting some balance scales. We start getting characters that feel like they actually can die. <laughs> and I, I don't feel like I'm just watching gods just fucking punch each other and then be like, oh, I'm gonna stop punching you now. We'll see. I mean Thor Love and Thunder, they're all there's gonna be a ton of gods in there. <laughs> Eternals, literal gods. So Yep, facts. Facts. 
we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, hopefully they dial it back with uh, Miss Marvel. I'm really looking forward to that show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I guess the, the, the frame of reference for just like, and, and again, I don't want to bring up the, the Netflix shows too much, but just, I really love, love that moment in Daredevil where like after he gets his ass whooped, we just have to see Daredevil on the couch for like a day, just yeah. fucking like bleeding out and just like fucking just barely hanging in there. Like I, I do hope in the future, the MCU, as it starts to have to adapt and, and change a little bit, starts to adapt those more realistic, like, you know, moments that, that, that really give tension to the characters. Yeah, it depends because it's one of those things where, like, I get it to an ex- to an extent as well. Like, a uh, perfect example is like I hate Iron Spider. Uh, I think if he just used it all the time, he would just be incredibly overpowered. But I get why why he he has to have that when he's fighting. Like, he's literally fighting Thanos with the Infinity. Uh, I I get like if Spider Man was in his normal suit, he would just get murdered instantly without even Foul. like without like any issue so i get why they like and same with like cap like cap would easily just get fucking annihilated by uh thanos like i I get why they need to make these characters like give them a little bit more uh of course course. either help from a character or you know just powers that just seem like oh this is a little ridiculous so i get it i just hope for their individual stuff we just really dial it back for uh, sure, for sure. But uh, and, move, moving on with that, uh, what were your final things for that? Uh, I was, I was just gonna say that um, it if we knew that this was like if this was like a one season and done, mm. maybe they could have done that more. But like you said, like we really don't know what kind of foes Moon Knight's gonna go up against after yeah. this. So like they 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 probably are like literally having to be like, well, we have to make sure that he's going to be able to balance scale with whatever threat that we're, we're putting him up against in the future. So I'm sure there's a lot, a lot of things like that that also contribute into why we don't exactly know how powerful, you know, he really is and stuff right now, man, as much as there's a part of me that would love to be in the board meeting with Kevin Feige, but the other part of me is like, fuck no, I would not want to to be like, all right, we have to connect to this, and like, uh, Doctor Strange has to be connected with Moon Knight, and Moon Knight has to be connected with, we have this character appearing this, and this, the the Marvels, and I'll just be like, no! On on that topic, I I saw uh, saw an interview with Bruce Campbell, kind of a strange thing, but he was talking about uh, Doctor Strange, not that he's in it or anything, but like, how they literally will cut entire scenes, characters, and plot lines out, of other projects if in the midst of like one project they see that they're not going to utilize that plot so they'll film it they'll have the whole structure and everything figured out for how they would do it and they'll still cut the entire plot line out if they feel like it's not it's going to conflict in the future yeah just crazy stuff crazy uh man other so you know like dc star wars everyone else if you're thinking like Hey, how do we get our, our shit together with this franchise? Just think about that. <laughs> Just think Please. about Please. Think think about that before making your movie. Maybe think about the, the whole plan first and then do the movie. Um, but uh yeah, the this ends with uh Mark and uh Steven just together. No more with the costume, no like powers or anything. Kashi's gone. And uh they just 
sit there and just have a goofy moment together. And I'm just questioning, like, where's Layla? What, like, the, they don't like establish what Layla does after this. Bro, and I was so disappointed. It, it, I, 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 I do think that this is a horrible ending. If we don't count the yes. post credit scene, like, if it just ended on that, I, I genuinely said, what the fuck did I just see when it ended? Like, I spoke out loud just out of pure frustration for what I just watched. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's it? That That's it? Yeah, same here. Like, the, the way that it ended. And, like, we don't get Steven and Mark talking to, to Layla, establishing what, like, the re- relationship's going to be in the future. You know, like... I thought that needed to happen, especially how much time we spent bro, with their relationship. What, what, uh, bro? I was so confused by the end. So there's a scene where Arthur is back in the fucking psychiatric uh, hospital, yeah, and he just goes back to his chair and he's bleeding, and then they go back, and yeah. it, like that didn't happen. And I'm like, wait, what? What does that mean? Whose mind is that taking place in? He's fucking awake. He's not. He's not dead. Is this in Arthur's mind? Like, bro, I don't know. I don't know what that ending is. There's multiple things to that ending that I don't know what the fuck actually happened. I think with uh, the Arthur stuff, I think that was just establishing, like, all that stuff was kind of happening because with Khonshu, now that Khonshu's finally free, I think it was supposed to be one of those moments, but, like... I, I don't know why they needed to have that that scene. Like I think they yeah. just wanted like that final like come up it's to end that story with the psychiatric uh hospital with uh, uh Arthur it, as the doctor. It just confused the fuck out of me. I I don't think they needed it. Agreed. Uh I think we needed more of like just again like Arthur and like I would have even accepted a phone call, to be honest with you. But like facts. The fact that it just ends with them just like, oh, Oh, now we're just in the apartment. Oh, also, latest gators. Come on. Right. Also, also, on top of all that bullshit. So, okay. So we have the classic moment where Moon Knight is given the choice to kill Arthur or not kill Arthur. Right. Yeah. Now, obviously, in the, the post credit scene, which we'll get to, uh, you know, something happens. But what threw me, throws me for a loop is that we introduce the third personality again when for a plot MacGuffin or a, a fucking deus ex machina as literally Moon Knight gets fucking stabbed. And I guess this, at this time he could die or whatever. And then all of a sudden he wakes up and he's on top and Arthur's fucking almost dead or whatever. And I was like, okay, well, if Jake took control of him, then why didn't he just kill Arthur right, right there? And then why, 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 why would he, the only reason that he doesn't kill him in that moment is to set up the post credit scene. That's the, that's the only reason. And so, so that he can have that moment of, oh, don't kill him. Let him, let him live. Right. And it's like, I get it. I which, get it. You want your... Oh, sorry. Which would have been, like, again, it just goes back to my point. Like, all this would have been fine of him accepting, like, not accepting vengeance anymore and all that. And Jake Lockley not coming into play, the third personality coming into play. If, like, again, because Leo's the reason that he doesn't kill him so i'm like okay well okay it makes sense why Kanshu would want to leave because he doesn't want to fight like these people that are clearly just that could gang up on him so it makes sense why he would just be like okay i'll, I'll take the powers away from you and leaves but 
then I'm just saying, like, they needed to have that discussion of, like, Mark and uh, Layla together. And also, I'm not saying I don't care. They didn't need to take, I don't need to see them take him to the uh, Arthur to the psychiatric hospital. But the thing is, like, I need that moment to happen because, like, it doesn't, it's just like establishing that, but like, why wouldn't, I don't know. I, it's dumb. I, yeah. I think the is dumb. I think I think it left me frustrated. I think it left me angry. <laughs> uh, and it, it it took it it took everything that I did enjoy about the finale, which the you know the, the few moments that there was, and it just made me very bitter bittersweet about the whole thing. And then when they finally fucking introduced the third personality, finally with Jake Lockley, fucking wheeling him out, taking him into the the back of his cab or limo or what, whatever the fuck it is. I have to say this. It might be the smallest detail, but when he shoots him with that silencer, there was no muzzle flash. There's no recoil on the gun. How did that get how did that get by post post-production? How? How? It was the most unconvincing thing I've ever seen in my life, bro. I I was I was flabbergasted. I didn't even care what I just saw. I was so taken back on the fact that that was the fakest looking gunshot of all time. <laughs> like, and then just to know that fucking Kanchu dipped out of there, knowing that he still could just come back and just kill him anyway. Like, uh, sure, whatever. They just wanted to have Jake Lockley be a be a post credit scene. That was that was the only reason that any of that happened. Yeah, and to set up like what Conchu's plans are like for the future of the uh, the MCU of having him in that cab in like the suit, um, and like having him kill uh, Arthur. So Arthur's not coming back, people. Neither is a met. They're they're dead. Uh, and yeah, we see uh, Jake Jake Lockley is the the third personality. So that question was answered. Uh, a lot of questions were answered this episode, but. We have a lot of other questions as well, like a lot of questions. Yeah, like what? What does this mean for Mark and Stephen now? Like, because it's not like Jake Lockley just got like absorbed out of their body, like got detached from their body or whatever. No, that per like so. It's Kanchu, just another person. Kanchu lied. Like he did. They still have Moon Knight's power. Yeah. True. Like he, he he lied to him. They had he still has. Uh, <laughs> st- what a stupid fucking. St- oh, st- I'll take the powers. Wink, wink. Yeah, because this wouldn't happen if that was the. the uh, I guess they didn't show Moon Knight's power, so Moon Knight's powers might be gone. But Jake still works for. Uh, maybe that, so yeah, maybe maybe that's how we add stakes. Josh is now he doesn't have powers anymore, but he can still be, be new Moon Knight. That'd be yeah. super dope if he if he fucking creates the costume and shit like that after that. That would be the coolest thing ever. But I just I think that they're pretty attached to the look of this Moon Knight, you know, figuring that they already have a costume for Disney World and fucking all this other other marketing and stuff with this version of the costume. I don't think that they would change that um, for for if they even did a season two or whatever. But if that was the case, that would be cool. That would add stakes. That would make me be like, okay, this is this is the this is the Moon Knight that I want to see, but you know, we're just gonna have to see because this this left thing so open ended that it could literally go any direction, 
and I would say too open-ended to the point where I'm just like, well, fuck, what was the point? Yeah, it's just one of those where, like, I wish I had the answer now to what the plans are for the, but they haven't revealed anything. Marvel, Marvel producers, any, the director, nobody has revealed any uh, details I've seen. And granted, like the episode, sure, it just came out today, but like, usually for shows and movies and whatnot, you would get this information from an interview beforehand. Uh, we got inf- confirmation of Loki season two way before the finale was put out. Thanks. Or at least it was hinted at. Actually, no, I think they revealed. No, they did reveal it at the, the end of the episode. But, st- but still, we didn't get a like Moon Knight will be back or whatever. Because I think they did nope. confirm there's not a second season. But I would assume like with this, with this ending, I just assume like he has to appear in the mcu yeah some, somehow he's there he's still there he's yeah we've been the whole third personality that no one knows like if you're not a comic book fan you literally don't know what the fuck any of that meant and even if you are a comic no, book fan, they, they knew they, they knew like jake they jake Lockley is the third personality clearly the third personality that made sense what, <laughs> well i mean i just to say that they've left a, a lot of answers still still to be had like if if you watch that ending, you're like, well, okay, well, what what is this right. Jake Locke all about? Like, what's his plans with Kanchu? Like, what 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 the fuck is gonna happen next? Like, it it wasn't like when Kanchu left, he just left, and you know the story right. could use a different character. Like, we are going to have to follow Oscar Isaac in some form or another as as this character again. Yes, definitely. Uh, and we had to like we also like what is. Again, what is what did Layla do? It's like where I just want to know where the fuck Layla is. Facts. Did also, she die? She, did she? Yeah. Did she, she just gone? Did she bounce it, on him? Like what? She only had the powers. She said that the powers were a temporary thing from the right. hippo god goddess chick. So like, does she lose her powers after? Ter- is she actually yeah. gonna stay a fucking superhero? Like, oh yeah, I'm the only Egyptian superhero. Oh, by the way, I just gave up my powers because it was a temporary thing. <laughs> yeah, is that gonna oh, ever happen? Like these needed to be answered this episode. They need it. it didn't they need like out of everything else, like this needed to happen. Like and bro, just to end bro. like this. Episode five was an hour and one minute. All right. Hour and hour and hour and a minute. This episode was forty five minutes. What why? Why would you shorten it? Why would you shorten the finale? Just a few extra scenes that would add fucking clarification on what the hell was happening on the grand scheme of everything afterwards. Like just a, just some, some polishment that, that, that could have went into it. Ah, man. It, like you said, it's, it's a show that's hard to really recommend at this point with having such a lackluster ending with kind of having a very kind of meandering middle, uh, to it like there's there's just not enough for me to 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 recommend it but i do like a lot of ideas i like a lot of i like a lot of moments i think that there is potential for a lot of this to lead to even greater moon knight stories um maybe with some different people behind it because again there's there's a lot of stuff that i just don't think was handled the best for this particular season but I could definitely see, you know, another showrunner or whatnot, you know, taking over and, and, and making a phenomenal story with what we were, we've been given. 
we just we have to clarify what the fuck is actually happening after the end of that that season. We have yeah. to. Yeah. Um I think overall the show is good but it's not great. Uh my final like rating for the entire season is going to be a 3 out of 5. Uh I don't mm. I don't think it's even though the finale is not good like the yeah, the, la- yeah, the yeah. last episode I don't think it's so bad it doesn't take away from all the other good stuff we we've had in the, in the other five Definitely. I, think, I think episode four is not good either uh but I, I think over and honestly two three are very fine as well like most of the show is just fine uh I think episode five is great um but mm-hmm. I, I think Oscar Isaac's just there's not a single scene where Oscar Isaac isn't killing it. Um, yeah, yeah. He so, takes takes that material and really elevates it without yeah. a doubt. And he's playing so many different characters, like four, because he played Kanshu in that one episode too, you know. Like Yeah, true, true, true. Um, even though I didn't love that performance. Yeah. He's, it's still it's still okay. Uh but he played Jake as well, you know. I thought he did a decent decent job. And Arthur, you know, technically had to play a couple different characters because he had to play the the therapist as well. I thought I thought uh, Ethan Hawke did a great job. Oh, both, both fantastic. I just loved his his stoic line delivery of like he's not like yelling. He's just like, oh, I would, you know, like you the scales you balance. Yeah, the scales must be balanced. You get gave uh, you get you gave up on yourself. I tried to help you, and the fact that he's also just willing to be like uh, a man, like I accept my sins, my yeah. punishment. You can kill me, which makes sense. Yeah, you know what? Stuff, but I'm gonna let it pass. Yeah, I want her into the bridge. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, oh, the shame. Okay. Just... Even conscious, like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Even conscious, like, wait, but he's a sinner. She's like, ah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, Thanks. okay. Uh, I yeah, Ethan like... Hawk's great, man. Yeah, Ethan Hawk's great, and I liked what uh, Layla. I just didn't like where they took her with the story um yeah but i see the potential in her and hope they don't For waste sure. her character i hope she appears in more yeah. things i hope she keeps That's her right. powers please like that would yeah suck. why not why not why would you why would you have that if you're gonna have that moment where she declares that she's gonna be a superhero you gotta yeah. you, you gotta commit you, you can't like that would be really shitty if they're like oh we'll give you your first egyptian superhero and you'll never see her again <laughs> Yeah, like that would be fucking detestable. I don't know where she could appear. I don't even know where fucking Moon Knight could appear, but fucking Midnight Midnight Suns, baby. The most freaking the the Midnight Suns. The edgy, the edgy Uh, fucking shit that is not even a confirmed thing that people just want to pretend like has already been confirmed. Yeah, I don't know. Uh. But yeah, like, yeah, like I said, like the show's fine. The action not great for the most part until like really the finale. Uh, I liked. I wish they fully commit to the horror elements because uh, I, I thought they were in- interesting, but they just did not. It should instead they just decided to not be, unfortunately, unique. Uh, they, this really could have been unique because I could have told people this is a horror. 
and also like an action adventure and stuff because there is moments of like indiana jones uncharted stuff i, I wish I, I could tell people that's that instead of just oh it's a superhero show uh it's really yep. un- unfortunate i wish they fully committed to that um i think the just the green because i think the visual effects are actually really fantastic uh for the most part it's just when i agree Kanchi looks great those yeah all the gods looked really well like even Tararet, the hippo goddess looked fantastic uh there was a lot of character to her Ament looked great Thanks. um but like just the green screen backgrounds just look terrible they always yeah. look terrible and like they just need to again like i i hate to sound like even though i'm not an old man but i I hate to sound like an old man but i just miss being on an actual studio you know like being on an actual set uh i should say being on a set and just not enough with these green screen studios and i get why they're doing that because they're putting out like five six of these a year so you like it's a it's a it's a quantity over quality thing yeah with Marvel and, and that it's a sad it's sad in that regard because you know these shows are I don't want to say rushed out but they're definitely they're very they're very much like oh, this has to come out on this date and there's no exceptions right yeah so it's unfortunate because I, I definitely think this and some other the other shows could have been a lot better if it just didn't feel like they were kind of rushed during the pandemic and whatnot. Um, I, I just hope that these these shows do learn, like really do take the criticism that's given to them, yeah. um, and just make them better, because we're this is it. Like Disney Plus is going to be the Marvel content for the remaining future, maybe of all time. <laughs> like, yeah, Disney. This, this they, is it. They own pretty much besides. I think no yeah besides they don't own spider-man but they like are able to work deals out with that but they you know they own the x-men now they own the fantastic four now they own deadpool now you know so um they just i i just hope they really figure it out take this criticism that people have been giving because i have been seeing criticism for moon knight uh as it's been going wrong along and uh with the next you know a couple shows we see because uh, it's too late for them to change stuff for Miss Marvel. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I just just hope they they listen to this. And uh, yeah, I hope to see Oscar Isaacs in more things. Um, I hope they dial his powers back. I hope they figure... I hope they figure something out. Like, I hope he isn't forced in the, the MCU. I hope they figure something out. Uh, whether that's Blade, he's hanging out with Blade and Black Knight, or if he's hanging out with, I don't know, Spider-Man. Uh, I don't know. But just, uh, I hope this isn't just the end of the character. Uh, but if they do have another season, just... Really, just fully commit to your to your ideas and like 
just be more unique is what, what I'm trying to say. Don't be just a fucking three act superhero where oh, we're fighting the magical powers in the end and da 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 da. And just enough with these unanswered questions. It's so, it's so. Tell you, man, I need I need that I need that A twenty four combined with Marvel energy right now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I need some crazy shit because I I I'm just so tired of seeing these characters' potential get wasted by Absolutely. these just mediocre stories even take you know even even look to like your contemporaries like uh look to peacemaker peacemaker was a really solid show for like the most part you know take some facts advice for them that they were able to make this uh violent comedy show that that's 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 a real thing though dc DC's got a few shows up its up its belt, animated, well, Harley Quinn, uh, and, uh, and you know, Doom Patrol and a few other yeah. things that are are pushing the bounds for what comic book entertainment can be on the on the DC Marvel scale. So, like, I I do I really do hope that that Disney and Marvel and you know these companies can start to really understand that fucking they gotta they gotta do stuff, bro. They just gotta like Moon Knight had yeah. the potential to be the best thing that marvel ever put out if they did it right it could have been a psychological fucking mind fuck twice horror the movie actually yeah. got horror movie like it could have it could have been anything anything yeah. you really could do whatever you want with the character he's a very flexible character and people are, are definitely willing to bend the, the lines of, of what they expected from him for the sake of quality content and yeah we just got something that was very uh expected yeah so you know so but, hey, i would say was, without a doubt i personally would say sure watch it uh i i would recommend other things personally but like you you won't be fully disappointed like the ending is really disappointing so it's kind of just one of those things of like uh but like i would say everything else that happened was worth it for me at least uh i'm still still glad i watched the show uh i did enjoy it yeah. for the mo- most part i'm sticking by my three out of five i, I agree I, i'm gonna go three out of five as well and yeah uh if you want to get to know this character watch the show uh yeah definitely that is going to end it for this episode season yeah, get that season season discussion of Moon Disney Plus's Moon Knight. Josh, thank you again for coming on. Absolutely, man. Pleasure. Definitely. I hope we'll talk about some stuff in the future. Sounds good. Until then, laters, Gators.